the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. see how we are looking before the big election time. A lot of things going on at the end of the year this year. Uh, we've got the elections. We've got the interest rate world. We've got the end of the year, which is always kind of dramatic because a lot of strategists and analysts start coming out and thinking about next year. But you also have the big shopping season, which is the big season for shopping as far as the hit to the economy. So a lot of people focus in on that. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you doing? Doing well. How about you? Doing well. Um, end of the year, did I sum that up kind of right, that there's a lot going on, uh, even, I guess, tax uh, planning? Yeah, yeah, you'll get some of that um, you know, tax loss selling here next month of anything that's kind of down for the year. People tend to sell it and then get out of it for 31 days to take a tax loss. But then towards the end of the year, you tend to have that window dressing by mutual fund companies that – act like they were in the position the whole time so they can put it on their year-end reports and, and anything that did really, really well tends to get a little bit of that that uh, year-end Santa Claus bump. Year-end Santa Claus bump, the Santa Claus rally, which uh, we all find so pleasing when it happens. Uh, if you're a 401k watcher, if you're a 401k sideline sitter, you're not so pleased. But changing topics, um, should people change the way they invest based on headlines and the headlines that we have right now, big time? elections. Well, you know, the market's already done it for you. I mean, if you look at anything healthcare related over the last several months, it's been hammered based on whether it's the myelin EpiPen or, or anything related to prescription drugs and any of these companies that are supposed to facilitate the idea that we get prescription drugs easier and cheaper. That just hasn't happened. Um, anything, you know, Mexico-related in terms of the peso and outsourcing of Mexico got hit because of the idea when Trump started to come ahead. I mean, let's face it, these things have been flowing. Today's a perfect example of it with um, the FBI not necessarily a change or a clearing because they're not clearing anything. They're just not saying – they're saying nothing's different, and the market reacts. 
Uh, now is the time that people should gauge their risk tolerance as you get through, finally you get to a period of volatility. Because people get complacent and they forget about their risk tolerance. Sure. And then when you get about that, that volatility, now is a good time to say, okay, how am I positioned? My stocks have done really well, even for the last year, so am I too far out on the risk curve? Because I can tell you with where the market is in terms of P-E ratios and everything else, and elections, and you know, I think the biggest one would be if Clinton wins and then the House loses the majority, that would be the more significant change in terms of what may do well. It's just not time to go way out on the risk curve. There's not anything that's super, super cheap. So gauge your risk tolerance. Make sure it's correct. Peel some gains if you need to make that to make yourself feel a little bit more comfortable. But the best thing to do, Rob, is to kind of start accumulating cash as you go through these, where it's not a ton of cash, maybe just five or six percent to keep some powder dry. So if you do get a swing after the election, you got some money to to take advantage of the opportunities. Now, you and I will be talking at an event, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday. So uh, it's coming up at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. That's easy for me to say, 4249 El Camino. We're going to do two events, one in the morning, kind of late morning, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., which means lunch will be served. We're going to talk retirement income. We're going to talk dividend stocks. We're going to talk reducing risk with diversification. It's the first time we've ever done a lunch event. I'm kind of excited. People still have room to sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. It's open doors at 11, lunch at 11.30. We'll wrap everything up hopefully by 1, maybe 1.30, the way you and I kind of linger. And right. event number two, 6.30 to 8.30, retirement wealth planning. Uh, you and I will be doing an educational workshop. Tried to getting people to get some steady income in retirement and protecting their estate and protecting their wealth and making sure you don't run out of money at 72, 73, 5, 10, 15 years too early. Now, people could sign up for either event, not this Thursday, the following Thursday at newfocusfinancial.com, both of them in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Now, changing um, back to content, what are you looking for right now as far as market behavior? Yeah, and and two just to kind of drive the point home of you know trade specifically for an upcoming election. That throughout history, it's only something like fifty percent of the time does the direction of the market two weeks following an election kind of predict performance for the following year. So it's really kind of a non-event in the longer term scheme of things. The companies are still going to do what they're going to do. They're going to sell what they're selling, provide the services that they're doing right now, um, and they'll deal with whatever Congress and the new president throws at them. Um, so what, what are some of the things that I'm kind of looking at right now is, is opportunities in some of the stuff that's already dipped. For example, small cap, which had outperformed large cap for the majority of this year, um, is it dipped quite a bit more in the recent kind of, you know, what is it, a seven, eight day losing streak that the market had? So, um, small cap, there's some value. It also, it's a point of some of the small cap managed funds that are out there because there's a couple of them that are even looking at opportunities in the smaller regional banks, which will do much better if interest rates do rise in December. So we're kind of waiting to see what happens there. Uh, and then Janet Yellen, our last couple of speeches, talked about easing regulations in that area. So I think there's some pretty good opportunities in that area. Um, and I will kind of press that uh, I do for small cap international emerging markets um, I do like the managed approach, good long-term managers, good at managing risk, good at managing volatility and political issues versus just the indexes, whereas in the U.S., I like large-cap and mid-cap indexes tend to do better than um, 
the most of the managed funds out there. Interesting stuff for sure. And again, you can always learn more at the event coming up a couple Thursdays from now. 17th end of the year last live events. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. You can hear Chad's radio show Mondays and Tuesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on KDOW AM 1220. Uh, so show coming up today. Now switching gears, the Department of Labor will change. Now that's kind of dry to most people, Chad. But it's hitting the investment world, which most people are tied to in some way, shape, or form, whether they you know, know it or not with a 401k. Um, yep. Pushing everyone to go into index ETFs for investing. Is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Um, index ETFs get a pretty good rap in, in media. Well, they do. And I think that um, – let me give you an example of, of why management is still not dead. Um, first of all, you look at T. Rowe Price. It's a company where 84% of their funds outperform the Lipper Index that they're up against over the last one and three years. Um, so management does work in certain asset classes – but for most of America, as we've been talking about, most people have saved well less than $250,000. And for most people that have sub $250,000, indexing is the way to go in almost all asset classes. When I talk about managed funds and small cap international emerging markets, it really tends to come into play with over half a million dollar portfolios where it comes in to be a little bit more important. So the Department of Labor rule, what it is, is basically the Department of Labor is saying, look, FINRA and SEC, we're going to jump ahead of you and try to get rid of these scumbags in the industry that go and hunt out our nurses, our teachers, or a guy that's got a 401k rollover for 100000 sticking them in these garbage annuities and private gotcha. real estate investment trusts with high fees, and we're going to make you stop doing that. Thanks very much. Meet Chad on the 17th, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. More information at newfocusfinancial.com. Listen to a show today from 2 to 3 p.m. here on KDOW AM 1220. You can find out more information at newfocusfinancial.com. Thanks, Chad. Oh, maybe you've been through this before, but it's my first time, so please ignore the next few lines, because they're directed at you. I can't always be Black now. 800 516 1220. That's 800 516 1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Mike and myself put a lot of effort into the music and into bringing you something fresh and new, and uh, sound effects included. So hopefully you'll appreciate that, because I think it's kind of cool, what we're trying to pull off and what we're trying to accomplish on a regular basis. With that said, if you don't like it, that's fine just as well. So something big's about to happen, and, you know, November 8th, not going to end... You know, the day with living in infamy. It's the path to doom. It's just another election day. 
And yes, they seem to be getting more contentious, and yes, they seem to be more lowest common denominator on a regular basis. And at times in the United States, we used to look at countries like France and Argentina, go, those elections are really wacky. Um, someone asked me recently, just on a personal side, do you think I, we ever get back to boring old elections? And I don't think we do. Uh, do we ever get to a third party? I, I, I don't think in my lifetime. Because the money's too big. Um, when you have uh, Democratic nominees and Republican nominees, and you can fall in love with your cause, and you can fall in love with your party, and all I see is the money. This show is dedicated to seeing the money. The money that it costs for a brand new car versus a used car, this is a show dedicated to the money that costs to get a liberal arts degree is the same as getting an electrical engineering degree. Not knocking liberal arts degrees, but a poetry degree at $100,000 doesn't pack the same career income punch as electrical engineering. Um, the show's dedicated to saying, you know, look, you may live from 60 to 70. Claim Social Security as soon as you want if you know you're going to die at 70. If you live from 60 to 100 and you claim it early, whoops, you made a mistake. So I look at the political process as a machination of money. And you are allowed to have your political opinions. You're like, she's less corrupt than him. But listen to what you just said. He's more corrupt than her. He's done big business. Well, she's done big business too. You can't say that she hasn't. The Clinton Foundation is a big business. And even foundations that save a lot of lives and help a lot of people, it's big business. And yeah, there's corruption there too. I think there's corruption, financial corruption in almost everything we see and do in life. Uh, you hear about, you know, political groups that are designed to feed poor people and the employees are going out for massages. You're like, that doesn't sound right. You hear about, you know, mechanics charging for a part that you didn't really need. And you're like, that's not right. It seems like we're, li it's tougher and tougher to live in a fair world where we're getting fair compensation. And that we can actually believe in the financial transactions that we live in. But to me, politics is all about the do-re-mi. It's all about the Benjamins. So, And there's a couple people that buck that trend. Um, a lot more on the local level, state level. But by the time you get to the, the, the government level, the federal government level, you're basically, you know, I once talked to a friend about running for mayor or board of supervisors, and, I, and they said, so what party are you? I said, can I be independent? And they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, even running for mayor of a local teeny tiny small city in the Bay Area, you have to have an affiliation. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're going to kind of need their their phone banks and you're going to kind of need their, uh, you know, dollars. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, all I really want to do is improve the schools, raise a little bit of money, uh, help with the parks. Uh, I'll take a dollar paycheck. You don't have to pay me anything more than that. Um, get people excited about the community they live in. Now, now you got to choose Republican or Democrat. So, so I'm a little jaded with the election right here, right now. The element of uncertainty is quite high. Um, four point lead doesn't really mean anything, but then again, maybe it does. Maybe a four point lead is a shadow fourteen point lead. Maybe a four-point lead is a, well, she's got it covered, so we don't need to do, we don't need to go vote for her. Whoops. So what we probably would drive the markets crazy is a contested election. And if we don't have a president on Wednesday morning elected, I think some people are going to freak out. And there's actually a weird chance 
it's something like if Nevada goes to Trump and New Hampshire goes to Hillary or something. I don't know what the scenario is, but it could end in a 269-269 vote tie, of which the odds would get Paul Ryan to be put in presidency. <laughs> like, what? How did that happen? We didn't even know he was on the ballot. There's a weird thing where if the House votes after a tie and they can't come up with a decision and there's uh, each state gets one vote and they can't come up with a decision, then the vice president gets not then a vice president gets nominated. No, not nominated, becomes president. Like there's some weird little laws that who knew? So we don't want to contest a presidential election. We you know, Mr. Trump winning the presidency and Republicans controlling both both House and the Senate, that's one option. Mr. Trump winning the presidency and having a split Congress, that's another option. Mrs. Clinton winning the presidency and Democrats controlling both the House and the Senate. You know, there's like all these different shades of gray here. Cash is being kept on the sidelines. Equity exposure is being reduced. Cash levels are being raised. Markets went down six, seven, eight days on the idea of FBI inquiries into emails on Clinton. Then over the weekend, FBI goes, no, we didn't really find anything. And the futures went screaming through the roof. So I'm kind of looking at the election and the scenarios that are out there. Um, that the market doesn't like, again, contested presidential election, Trump winning the presidency, Republicans controlling both House and the Senate, Trump winning the presidency, having a split Congress, and Mrs. Clinton winning the presidency, and Democrats controlling both House and the Senate. I'm kind of looking at it as kind of a, a hurricane where it's going to be kind of fun to watch. And you kind of hope it doesn't actually hit you, but the hurricane breaks up or goes back to sea or uh, moves south or moves north or minimizes... But it kind of feels a lot of people are feeling like, let's watch the hurricane and keep our fingers crossed. Cash levels amongst fund managers are high. The put to call ratio is high. Bullish sentiment amongst individual investors sits at 23.6%. Its historical average is at 38.4%. So a lot of people just don't really believe like the market can deal with what's going on. It's fun to watch. I hope you're being entertained by it. Because I think it's part of a process that we can learn and hopefully get better with each other. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Big event coming up Thursday the 17th in Palo Alto. It's a lunchtime event from 11 to 1. It's a $5 cover, but you get lunch. Lunch is good. It's not gourmet, but it's good. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. In the evening, 6.30 to 8.30, it's going to be a Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning event. The first one's more income and retirement. The second one's more Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning. You can sign up for that event, 6.30 to 8.30 at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com, the 17th last live events of the year. Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. You can find me at com. Got a big event coming up on the 17th. I'd like to, for you to sign up. It's the last event of the year. At some point in time, I'm going to stop doing this. 
uh, 20 years ago, I was a young man. I consider myself middle-aged at this point in time. Uh, and when I get to a little bit closer to retirement, I'm going to take my foot off the gas. And it won't be done again. Um, 800-516-1220. And I do enjoy it. Uh, this weekend, I played a lot of soccer and did a lot of soccer management type of stuff. And uh, three people recognized me. You know, One from the radio just for my voice. Two for my television work. You can find my television work. I'm not trying to go there. You can find my television at cron4.com. Um, my Facebook page is cron4rob black. And, uh, I'd love to, you know, connect with you. And, you know, it's always nice when you're recognized. It's always nice when, uh, people appreciate the work that you do. So I do my best and hopefully I get you a little bit closer to retirement. So the market's moved higher, uh, after the weekend, I guess, con- confirmation that there's no smoking guns in, uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop tied towards Hillary Clinton. I think we're all so jaded at this point in time. And if you're a Democrat and you just like live, breathe, die that, you know, Republicans are bad, then you're probably like, see, see, I told you so. And if you're a Republican, you're probably going, eh, it's a cover up. So, um, and just to give, getting to show you just how crazy the world is in politics and media, uh, we haven't talked about Social Security, we haven't talked about Medicare, Medicaid. None of that's come up this year in the political process of who we're going to elect. It's just been downright vicious attacks on each other. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of, like, let's fix Social Security. Let's, there's been a lot of things like, let's put America to work. Sure, but easier said than done. So when our tax system is set up to not promote businesses of hiring... Why are you surprised that they don't hire? Uh, Berkshire Hathaway reported a adjusted gross quarterly profit of $2,900. That's crazy. When you look at like Oracle reported 13, uh, a three cent beat, but Berkshire Hathaway doesn't really split their shares. Um, so when you see 2951 bucks in earnings per share, you're like, oh, that's kind of a big number. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway um, has a huge stake in Wells Fargo. Um, and that they didn't really cut that stake in the last 90 days as Wells Fargo, as the poop hit the fan, so to speak, with lawsuits with uh, attorney generals going after them. So Berkshire Hathaway stock is typically a pretty good stock over the long term. Some years it, it underperforms, but it's because it kind of bets on a lot of cash flow businesses and a lot of uh, value-driven businesses. I always refer to it as Berkshire Hathaway's probably not going to get you into a lot of trouble, but probably not going to have you, you know, hit home runs either. Stock's up two bucks today, sitting at $216,850. So if you want one share, that's kind of how much you have to pony it down. $219,000. There's something called a Berkshire B. It's a baby Berkshire, which is a scaled down size version of it, but you get the same companies inside the holdings. Um, and there's no shame in that. Take a look at a five-year chart on Berkshire. It's gone from $100,000 to 219000 That's a pretty good five-year rate of return, in my opinion. So I'm sure some people are going to be like, wait, I can I can <laughs> A lot of people want to be right. I just want to play the game. 
lot of people want to win. I just want to play the game. And if that's teaching you anything about me at this point in time, hopefully uh, you're getting something out of it. Reading the quarterly reports and the annual reports out of Warren Buffett worth the price of admission, in my opinion. Uh, because the price is nothing. You can get the annual reports and the quarterly reports uh, free of charge by going to sec.gov. Um, and sometimes you can even go to the websites of the companies and download their stuff. It's a great way of getting to know a company better is by reading their corporate documents. Chipotle Mexican Grill and uh, investor Bill Ackman have assigned a confidentiality pact. So green to engage in discussions about possible changes at the restaurant chain. Bill Ackman is an activist investor who's made some brilliant moves and some flop moves. So at that point in time with that track record, I'm like, nope. Okay, so we all remember Sammy Sosa. Um, or as Janarino once called him, Sammy Sousa. Uh He had a lot of spectacular home runs, but he also struck out a lot. For my team, I would pull my hair out if I had a guy who struck out a lot. Elsewhere out there, Toyota is considering mass production of electric vehicles for a 2020 introduction. Um, they're saying such a move would be significant reversal of strategy for the maker. Who's saying that? Japan's Nikkei newspaper. It's kind of interesting. Um, I was reading about Tim Cook in Augmented Reality this weekend, and uh, he's got a plan. One of the things he says is that you know there's some people who's just not going to want it, and there's you know we need to get to the point where most people want it. So it's going to have to probably be built into operating systems, you know, some of the, this building's block structure. So there's a lot going on there. Um, you know, the early adopters, Apple doesn't really want. They want to get the product right. They want to look at Microsoft's HoloLens and uh, Google and Samsung's virtual reality products. And not virtual reality, but augmented reality is the right way of saying that at first. Uh they kind of want to see and then maybe tinker ever so slightly. Uh, Google, also known as Alphabet, um, the venture capital arm disclosed investment in Snapchat. It didn't provide any details. That's kind of a great shot at Facebook. Google's Alphabet's competing with Facebook. And Facebook tried to buy Snapchat, and Snapchat said no. So I kind of like the we're going to upset the competition by doing what they couldn't do. Volkswagen, the company's Audi unit, is the target of yet another cheating probe, which reports that California regulators recently discovered software in some Audi models that also carts to evade uh, emissions testing standards. Not good. If you're looking to be hired by Volkswagen or if you're looking to buy a Volkswagen, I'd wait. Although buy low is a good thing and Volkswagen's at a low. Um, Southwest Airlines reported a 5.2% increase in revenue, passenger miles in October. Uh, there's different sectors that have different metrics that you have to look at. And as a professional investor, um, I look at, you know, revenue per mile, uh, per passenger mile as important. There's sometimes something called ARPU, average revenue per user. You know, Facebook will come out and say, we did revenue of $1.1 billion and, this is an example, and they'll say we have 1.1 billion users. You'd be like, okay, so your average revenue per user was one dollar, and you know, then you can now compare them to Google's users or YouTube users or any other company that you want to try to compare to. Maybe Yahoo might be the most appropriate. 
Xerox. Xerox. Can you imagine Xerox is still around? Um, Xerox. A lot of people believe that Steve Jobs stole a lot of things that he saw at Xerox. And um, I find that kind of fun. Kind of a, a fun idea. You know, he saw a computer with a graphical user interface, and he's like, I want to do that. So Xerox once was a massive tech company, and they're not anymore. Um, they're still big. Researchers at Xerox and its Palo Alto Research Center invented several important elements of personal computing. They did the desktop metaphor GUI, graphic user interface. Uh, before, you'd have to type in, you know, C colon to check what was on your, you know, C drive. And now you can move a mouse around and find a picture of a hard drive and say, oh, I see what's on there. But they helped develop the computer mouse, desktop computing. Concepts were frowned upon by the board of directors who ordered Xerox engineers to share them with Apple technicians. Uh, those concepts were adopted by Apple and later by Microsoft. And by the board messed up, had the board you know retained those instead of shared those, they would have dominated the personal computing revolution in the 1980s. Xerox wasn't a major player. Now, Xerox goes back, in my mind, to the 1960s, but in reality goes back to the early 1900s, where it manufactured photographic paper and equipment in 1906. Um, big history. Big, big history. And another example of... I guess you'd call it a tech company boot where they just mess it up and they, they kick the ball and someone else picks it up and runs with it. Um, the company expanded dramatically in the 1960s. But uh, in the 19... What was it? Early 19... Mid-1950s, they came up with a photocopier that was probably the single most successful product of all time. Um, it was so popular that they had almost $60 million in revenue in 1961 with a photocopier. Um, it had a great ad campaign of monkeys making copies at a touch of a button. And shows you how simple that was to make a copy. We now call it, hey, can you go Xerox this for me? Awesome, right? Talking about dropping the ball. Big event coming up on the 17th. Thursday, you can sign up for it. It's a lunch event. It's a dinner, uh, not a dinner event, but it's a lunch event. And it's also an evening event. You can sign up for either or at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Promise 2017, I'm going to be doing some funky things like some Facebook Live videos 
or Facebook Live versions of the radio show. Maybe on Fridays. Maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'll probably start on Fridays and see if there's any sort of response or desire for it. I want to introduce the concept of um, what I would refer to as meet and greets. It should probably be called Come Have a Beer with Rob and ask your financial question or drop off your portfolio. Um, I'll bring a financial planner and you can come say hello and you know get some of your financial planning questions answered. A lot of people don't like seminars. I love seminars. Um, I like to network when I'm at seminars. So doing two seminars coming up November 17th, one from 11 to 1. First time ever trying to do a lunch seminar where we open the doors at 11, we eat at 11.30, uh, and then Chad and I talk for about an hour on issues on retirement needs, um, keeping the focus on a you know, few essential issues. So it's 10 Pillars of Retirement Income event, uh, bond alternatives, tax reduction strategies, portfolio restructuring. You can sign up for that from 11 to 1 at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge at Sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com, the last event of the year. Um, and then the, and if that's successful, I'll do that again next year in 2017. It's kind of a see if there's demand for people who don't want to give up their evenings, but don't mind skipping out on work or who are retired and want to show up to an event. In the evening, it's going to be retirement and wealth planning. And it's designed for people who are in retirement, um, or really close, looking for ways to generate secure, steady income in retirement. That's all about retirement and estate planning strategies. Going to discuss mistakes to avoid as well. I find that just as, in, uh, I'm not going to say intelligible, but as needy as hitting home runs. You can sign up for either event at Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, November 17th at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Hostess Brands, maker of Twinkies, uh, publicly traded again. They went bankrupt in 2012. And a private equity company bought them up, gobbled them up like a Twinkie. Just pushed it straight in their face. And um, where do you go with that? So they buy them up. And because they're not publicly traded anymore, they, they take them private. Um, they're able to restructure the company outside the limelight of... Well, you just fired, you know, 30% of your truck drivers. You're an evil company. Same thing with Dell did. They had to go private in order to get competitive again. Um, I'm a big fan of knowing that you can invest in Twinkies. Cause like, if your kid loves Twinkies, you can go buy Twinkies. And if you, it's kind of like investing in diabetes. If you're investing in twi- Twinkies, you gotta invest in Healthcare stocks and the election cycle of 2016 was brutal to healthcare companies. Now, the best time to buy is after an earthquake. If you want to buy in earthquake country, the best time to buy a beach house is after a hurricane has hit that area. If you want to buy a beach house, sometimes the best buy, time to buy a house is after a recession where people lose their jobs and they have to move to cheaper areas. I think you get the idea. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. I will always respect your questions, even if sometimes I laugh at them. A lot of people think I really hate Prop 13. If you really think I hate Prop 13, you're really not very savvy. You're kind of daft. Um, probably not very socially smart. 
I talk about Prop 13 because I think it's an interesting conversation that people should have. You know, should we be protecting people and businesses? Because businesses are technically defined by the IRS as a person. Should we be protecting corporate persons and individual persons from paying higher property taxes based on not random things, but the increase in the value of your home or your business property? And I think that's ridiculous. You're going to charge the new guy more than the guy who's the old guy for the same exact services. Now, if the new guy were to get police response in one minute, you're going to get police response in four minutes. I'm fine with that. If new guy were to get the better teachers and the better schools, I'm fine with that. I think Prop 13 has hurt California aggressively. And people who are benefiting from Prop 13, me, but I don't defend it, but people who are benefiting from it tend to go, screw you, I, I, gave my, I did my tax time, I did it, I did it, I paid it back four years ago. So if you really think I hate you, there's something wrong with you. Um, I'm just saying it's not fair. And I think people should have that conversation. And people should be fine having that conversation. Um, I don't think we have to have fairness for everyone. But uh, if your home goes up in value, it's not like you're not getting something in return for the higher tax. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. And no other state does that. Other states dumb enough to screw their their school system in order to appease uh, voters and senior citizens. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Oracle said more than 50% of its net suite stockholders have backed its 9.3 billion dollar acquisition. So that deal's going to get done today. Mergers and acquisitions, big story on Wall Street. Teaches a lot how to value companies. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget, I get a big event coming up on the 17th of November in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Two events, in fact. Sign up and learn more at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 